What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge coming at you once again. We had to do another two-parter for you with myself, the homie Jay Kells, and then I guess Sam Blackwell. We're talking money in the bank results. We went in. We got a little bit of hot topic hip toss. So here's another two-part episode for you. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you call in. Give us your thoughts. Give us your comments. Give us your questions if you have any. Once again, this is The Outsider's Edge. I'll let you boy. Like, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like, like, um... I feel like a lot, like Elias, Elias is what like Heath Slater would be if Heath Slater was was like great in the ring. Like I think he, I think Heath Slater has like a funny storyline, but they, they, you know, then they seemed like they were on the up and up at one point in time when they won the uh, tag team titles, but they held them for literally like half a second and lost them again. And, you know, he's got the whole I got kids thing and all that kind of stuff, which was cool. But it's like, there's nothing else there. There's no nothing else of substance there. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, let's see. I think we covered everything except the men's ladder, uh, men's money in the bank ladder match. Which was won by the monster among men, <laughs> Braun Strowman. Um, that was my. The, yeah, say again. That was. That was almost match of the night. Dude, that match yeah. was. That match was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was. Uh, uh, man, I did not see that coming with Braun Strowman. I just didn't see it. I don't know why, but I couldn't believe it, but it did. Like, <laughs> I let him on. Like, he won. Like, wow. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Owens, it seemed like Kevin Owens' plan was almost working. And then when they uh, yeah. <laughs> when they buried Braun Strowman under a pile of laughs, <laughs> I was like, what is this? I was like, but Braun was down there for a really long time. And I was like, this just might work. And I was like, there goes my, there goes my pick. But um, after he put, uh, <laughs> after he threw Kevin Owens off the ladder, I was like, oh, Braun has this. It's that over. <laughs> that I, I felt like. I felt like that could be included in WrestleMania moments, even though it wasn't at WrestleMania, because that was great. The, the him throwing Kevin Owens off a twenty foot ladder. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was cool. Like, I mean, the ladder match had to do, they had to do something. It had to be entertaining, you know. Because like we said earlier, that last NXT ladder match, how crazy that was. So they had to do some stuff to to kind of, you know, not really top that in order to make it a little better. Like, you, you kind of knew Kofi had to be in the match because Kofi just that guy that does that does all the time. And, and, and the what? He's, he's the one of guys. He's the high spot guy. Yeah. 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 Of those three. 
it's like a ladder match on a Royal Rumble, you gotta have Kofi Kingston in it. He's gonna do something, something yeah, in that true. match. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how how Kofi's made a name for himself is just those crazy half line annex and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Braun Strowman is this the monster in the bank, and he's going after Brock Lesnar. If he can get to him, if Brock shows up. <laughs> Mr. Brock's the man, Mr. I've held the title for 440 some odd days and I've only defended it 10 times. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, get off my champion. Braun ain't even going to be able to cash your money in the bank because he ain't never going to see Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay. Where's the okay, last. Real quick. What do you think, do you think about that video I sent you? The bronze video doing the biggest, doing the biggest song. <laughs> <laughs> the monster got bars. <laughs> got no bars. He was reading those stains. Like the, the monster got bars. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get no big lines off the cell phone. It was all a dream. That's the most, that's the most famous rap line in history. And you read it off a cotton picking cell phone. Like, really? It was all a dream. We used to read World Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he read, he read the line on the phone. But did you yeah. didn't even know how to read? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Say it to his face, Sam. <laughs> Say it to his face. For. <laughs> That's what he got hanging for. I'm so, I'm, I'll be a little surprised if he, if he didn't hear that. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to think, when was the last time Brock Lesnar was on TV? It was... Um, or are you talking like on like, like on, on like Raw. Raw? Like on Raw. Yeah. Oh, uh. I don't know. It's been a while. Like, it's been like well over. It's been over a month. month or so. It's probably like what, whatever. Um. <clears throat> Wait, was his. Braun's last. Brock's last match was against Roman in the cage, right? Wasn't that Brock's last match? I think that was Brock's last match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brock's last match. Yeah, Brock's last match was Greatest Royal Rumble against Roman Reigns, which was in April. And I think Brock has been on Raw maybe maybe once since then. Maybe. I don't even think he's been on there once. So that's what I'm saying. Like Braun is gonna be walking around with with the um, money in the bank suitcase while while Brock is racking up days on his title reign, not defending it. <laughs> like, 
So I'm actually I'm I'm glad Brock Braun won, but I'm kind of mad Braun won because it's like you you have the champ that's not there every week. Like if somebody from SmackDown wins it, they could have possibly cashed that joint in on Tuesday. Yeah, but it's gonna make it's gonna make that match or when, when Braun catches it, it's gonna make it that much sweeter. Because he's finally gonna get his hand on it. So you think that's a um, you think uh, you think Braun catches that in? That's a surefire win. I didn't say that. Oh really? But I think he, he, I think Braun's gonna catch it in while Brock is still champ. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, hopefully, maybe. Um, Maybe this will maybe this will draw him out because I'm pretty sure Braun's probably gonna um, probably gonna call him out because I if I'm remembering right he already uh, yeah I think last week on Twitter he was already on Twitter like you know like yeah I'm coming after Brock <laughs> so I think he pro- I think he'll probably call him out and Brock will feel the need to come out of hiding not that he's hiding but I just need Brock to, I need Brock to show his face. Cause I, cause I feel like Braun is not gonna care. Like Braun's not gonna be like, oh, I need him to be, you know, within an inch of his life. He just finished a match, and now I'm gonna cash it in. No, Braun will cash it in with him fresh. <laughs> like, like let's go. Braun doesn't care. He doesn't care when the match ends. Yeah. He'll cash it in for what type of match. He can catch it in the middle of it. He'll catch it at the end. Ask him that. He doesn't care. Yeah, I just want him to get his shot. I just feel like it's kind of, kind of unfair. He he has this opportunity. He can't cash it in because the guy he needs to cash it in on doesn't show up. He'll show up eventually. It's in his contract. Yeah, which his contract is up soon, <laughs> isn't it? Because I know yeah, he, he's pretty soon. Yeah, his contract's up like sometime over the summer or something like that. I think he's uh um maybe summer's lane or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I, I thought it was a good pay per view though. I enjoyed it. It's one of the better ones I've seen. Which uh, the money in, in the bank, the money in the bank pay per view. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um they other other than the, other than. The Bobby Lashley match. I mean, everything else was fine. Yeah, there was um, no good and bad about the night. Uh, it was definitely uh, an upgrade from Backlash. Oh yeah, Backlash was Backlash was rough. <laughs> it was just like yeah, yeah. So they definitely they're definitely on the um on the uh, incline. I, I think I think they're gearing up. I think they're gearing up for summer. I think they they kind of. Fell off a little bit trying to get in the summer, and I think they had a lot going on too. Um, I thought that uh, I thought they had backlash too quick because I thought Greatest Royal Rumble was really good. I did too. And plus, it was like a really you know historical event there in Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. I mean, I I called it yeah. Wrestle, WrestleMania 2.0 because you just had WrestleMania, then you had the Greatest Royal Rumble. And then it was like two weeks later you had backlash and I was like, That's quick. That's a little too quick. 
I forget who. I think I was talking to Sincere about it. But the uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble is almost like you know you're talking with your friends like, what kind of match would you do with these guys? Like, who would you put in this type of match? Mm-hmm. What would you do here? It's like you're playing like 2K something and you're making your own pay per view. Right. So like that's what somebody did with this one. Yeah. It's like you started off the night with Triple H and John Cena. You had Undertaker in a casket match. Right. You had a cage match. You had all this stuff. You had a Royal Rumble. Like, you had everything in one night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was literally like... <laughs> it was like two two or three pay-per-views wrapped up in one night. <clears throat> and then you go from that to Backlash. And it was just like... Nah, <laughs> just nah. This is, this is something's just not right. Like this isn't right. Like you shouldn't have did this. <laughs> and yeah, I was I was really disappointed with Backlash. So I feel like they were on a downslide. And then even during that time, after Greatest Royal Rumble, Raw and SmackDown were both very just like subpar. Yeah, and it was just. No, like, it, 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 you're right. It's on the incline. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like now it's summertime. I feel like, you know, like how they do, like with, I mean, pretty much kind of every medium, music, movies, like summertime is like the big time because people are out and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're, they're gearing up. So probably like the next couple of pay-per-views, I think Extreme Rules is next. And then, and then I think SummerSlam is after that. Yeah, so I think they're, they're probably just gearing yeah. up. For like something big, because I know SummerSlam was like the big, the big one of the summer. And every, like, every, I mean, every year, right after WrestleMania, it's all a little slow. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's WrestleMania. But I, but I felt like WrestleMania, a, a month apart from Greatest Royal Rumble, because even before WrestleMania, I kind of felt like gearing up to WrestleMania was kind of slow. Yeah, and it Re- was. WrestleMania was good. So it was like, okay, y'all were, y'all were gearing up for WrestleMania, and that's why everything was kind of slow. But I think that they put so much into WrestleMania and then the Greatest Royal Rumble, I think they just kind of slowed up, and then it was like they put so much into that, and that was in within two months. And then now you gotta, now you're two weeks later. Like I felt like, like I said, I felt like Backlash. They should have pushed Backlash back like three or four weeks. And probably built up to it, or gave themselves giving themselves some time to breathe a little bit from these two major events. But I think that they, I think that they pushed through that, uh, through that little that little dip, and now they're building back up. <coughs> so, <coughs> so I'm gonna. Um, I was just being silly. I'm gonna I'm I'm do I'm gonna do the who's your number one next time because I just thought of a silly one and I was just like oh but we got so much stuff that I want to talk about. Um, so hot topic hip toss. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we're gonna start off on a sad note. Uh, so RIP to Van Vader, the three-time WCW champion, uh, he passed away this week. Uh, he had some heart troubles. He had recently had open-heart surgery. Um, they said he was doing better, and he was on the up-and-up, and then he just started having more challenges, and eventually his heart did fail, and he passed away this week. Um, and that was... I think, I think, like, his kids tweeted out that his, like, he had pneumonia for, like, a month. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, yeah, his. I think it was his son. His, 
his son was uh, pretty much kind of leaked everything out that what was going on with him and stuff like that. So, so yep. we lost a uh, wrestling legend in Van Vader this week. Um, so, R.I.P. to him. Condolences go out to his family and his friends and all of the people in the wrestling world he's impacted. Um, and <clears throat> to move on from that. When he first came back, he used to scare me. You said he used to scare you? Yeah, he used to wear this big iron looking thing on top of his head and his shoulders. Oh, when he came out with that giant, just like a giant goat head? Almost hit it. Did he used to shoot sparks out the top of his... The smoke would come out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want you to know, Kel's turned to like six years old just now. He used to scare me. Look at how old I was. scared. <laughs> you know, and then watching his battles with with Sting and Sting and mm-hmm. all those guys, oh, he, was, he was awesome in the ring. Yeah, big guy. That, that moonsault that he used to do was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the first, like, I mean, like the predecessor for like the agile big guy. Cause you don't expect him yeah. to see him doing the stuff you saw him doing at at that size. It was like it was like him. It was like him and Bam Bam. Yeah, right, Bam Bam Bigelow, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I remember him that one episode of uh, Boy Meets World. He was on Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was on Boy Meets World. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was, like, it was like one of the bullies or something. It was, uh, it was, it was really lasting from Remember the Titans. Yeah. And it was like his dad and stuff. They lived in like a trailer park or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's crazy. I'm gonna have to look that up. I had no idea, and I pro- I probably wouldn't have recognized him because I only know him from wrestling with the mask on. So I probably wouldn't even recognize him if I saw him. I mean, back then at least. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So, uh, Peter Van Vader, uh, wrestling legend. Now. I think we're giving a proverbial R.I.P. to another name in wrestling. <laughs> uh, Enzo Amore. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, uh, we know Enzo Amore uh, got into some legal troubles that he uh, that he had sexually assaulted some woman or whatever. WWE uh off the allegations alone, instantly laid the hammer down, and they released Enzo Amore uh, off the break. Months later, they find out that the allegations weren't true. He's his name is clear. I'm thinking, oh, he's coming back to wrestling. No, Enzo Amore is not coming back to wrestling. Uh, apparently, he's starting a rap career, and his rap name is the real one. And, and I, I uh, inflicted torture upon myself twice, and I watched part. Tell me you didn't. I watched part of the two videos that I know of. He has out. Uh huh. And yes, Bear me, Phoenix. Yes, Phoenix and uh, 
Yeah, burn me a G. I tried. I, I did the. I did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, wait. I was like, wait, no. Like and the first red flag was that they were both uploaded by World Star. That should have told <laughs> right. everything right there. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, this is on World Star, and I was like, okay, World Star. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching I'm watching it when I watched the first one I watched was Phoenix I watched I watched that earlier in the week and and I was like okay it can't be this bad like I was watching it thinking it really can't be this bad like my ears aren't really hearing this like it's really not this bad and I was like, no, this has to be this has to be just a spoof or parody. It's like on some weird Al Yankovic type stuff. Like this isn't real. Like he's not really <laughs> he's not really doing this really. And then I saw the video "Burn Me a G," and I was like, like he's serious. Like no, this is for real. And I was just like, this is like this is like Eminem's alter ego. Like. <laughs> like no, like Superman no, and Bizarro not. Superman no, like this is no. Bizarro Eminem like I was like because the the Burn Me a G song to me had a feel like an Eminem song it sounded very like you know very introspective and angry kind of like you know how Eminem does with songs like that and yeah but Eminem's good yeah exactly that's what I'm saying that's why I say yeah. like he's like his bizarro alter ego. Like, if this is Eminem, if he was white. I'll, I'll tell you who I thought of. When I when I first heard him, when I first saw the videos, y'all know that rapper Stitches? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I thought he sounded like. Wow. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. And I, just, I, had, to, I had to check myself, so I, I put some more torture on myself and looked up Stitches. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly what it sounds like. Wow. I'm scared. <laughs> if you haven't heard, you haven't heard don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm like, no, I'm scared. Because I'm like, yeah, I yeah, don't, don't do that. Enzo was bad, man. He was really bad. <sighs> like, yeah, like each one, even though I watched both, I didn't watch them all the way through. Like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was just like, I was like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> this is absolutely horrible. And. The thing is, like, and I watched as much of it as I did because I like Enzo Amore in WWE. So <laughs> I want, I was trying to make myself like something about it. Like, I was like, he could be a good rapper, but it's just like, no, but he's not. Like, <laughs> he's not. He's just not. It was just bad. I was like, so RIP to Enzo Amore's rap career because it's about to be over real quick. I mean, he's gonna get some. He's probably gonna get some views because he's in Zomori. I think one of his videos had like nineteen thousand views on it, but it had a whole lot of <laughs> it had a whole lot of a whole lot of dislikes on it though. But yeah, I, whatever. R.I.P. to his rap career. Yeah, R.I.P. to his rap career. You, we're and sorry. R.I.P. to his partner's <laughs> wrestling career. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yes. So the theme of hot topics today, hot topic hit thoughts is death. <laughs> because his partner, Big Cass. So we know Big Cass got released this week, like two days after just wrestling at Money in the Bank, wrestling Daniel Bryan. So Kel sends me this article. I'm reading the article and I'm like, Cass got issues. 
Cass got yeah. a whole lot of issues. They made, uh, they made when they announced the release. It was kind of vague about why they released them. Then uh, this article points out that uh, there was an issue with him and uh, current women's WWE champ Carmella, who was his ex-girlfriend. That apparently they were having an altercation and he grabbed her. Uh, higher ups found out about it because some other wrestlers stepped in to break it up. They found out about it, and again, they immediately laid the hammer down. They let him go. But apparently, he had other stuff going on. Um, uh, there was a bit he did where he had a guy dressed up like Daniel Bryan, and apparently, he went too far in that bit and beat up the guy more. Beat up the guy more than he was supposed to. So, he, so he went off script. So they had an issue with that. Then they said he had drinking problems on the European tour. So, so, so apparently Big Cass had a whole lot going on uh, behind the scenes that we weren't seeing, which I think kind of plays out into why he's, I don't know, why his character just never really, never really popped off because I don't think he's putting in, he's putting in the work because he's got all this other stuff. Well, he was injured for a long time and everybody forgot about it. Dude, when he when he came back to SmackDown, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was gone." Like, he, I, yeah, I didn't notice. I didn't care. Yeah, it's like he's irrelevant to me. And then when he came back, when he came back, I was just like, "He's back," but I don't care. Like, I don't. There's nothing. There's nothing drawing me to your character. So, yeah, like I, I did some research on him. He was about to like graduate from law school. And he dropped out. Uh, yeah, I think he had like one semester left or something. Wow. He dropped out to do wrestling. Wow. Where are you right now? He, 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 right. He oh. got time. He's got time. Because <laughs> uh, on top of that, he has a uh, he has a, a ninety day non compete clause in his contract, so he can't he can't go hop on with Ring of Honor or Impact or go to Japan or anything. Right now, at least not for the next ninety days. So. You got time to think about that. Like ninety days, that's almost a semester. He could go back to school. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe the next time we see him, he's a lawyer. <laughs> you know, so. And Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is having some issues right now too. Oh really? What's what's going on over there? They uh they were they were, they had they announced this big pay per view or big big show or whatever at Madison Square Garden and. From what I've read, they the show got canceled mm-hmm. because I guess apparently somebody from WWE called Mass Square Garden and told them to cancel the show, and so they did it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now Ring of Honor's like potentially threatening legal action against it against everybody. They haven't done anything, but, but supposedly they're. Getting ready to. Wow. That's a dead territory there. You can't mess with that. That was like a slap in the face right there. They shouldn't even try that. <laughs> right. I mean, I remember when I remember when Hogan joined TNA and he did the signing. He signed that contract in Madison Square Garden. But you're right. That, that's Vince territory. You don't you don't play over there. No. 
I mean, as I mean, as it stands right now, that I mean, they're the big dog in the yard. Like you, I mean, you really can't. I mean, why is anybody trying to mess with them? <laughs> I mean, I guess you. I mean, oh, I, I mean, what's the big deal if another company wants to have a show? You, you wrestle at Madison Square Garden what three days a year? Right. So another company wants to have one show there. It's not that big a deal. Let them do it. They're no threat to you. It's fine. This thing she owns Madison Square Garden. That's like right. uh, <laughs> half, half the WWE roster was in Ring of Honor at one point, anyway. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they, yeah, not, they, not, they, not, the, not, the, not the champions. Well, yeah, they were. They just sell it. But still, that's almost that's almost like um, that's almost like um, the Saints for Giants coming to Dallas trying to book the Cowboys Stadium. Odell Beckham trying to book Cowboys Stadium for a football camp. Like, dude, that ain't going to happen. You're the competition. You're a giant. I don't care how much you're paying us. We ain't going to let you use our stadium for a football camp. Even if it is for the kids. Or somewhere else. You know? Dallas fans are such haters. You ain't going to let me come in your house and change your and watch a Cowboys game on your TV. Like, come on. Unless they play your no, game. No, Unless, no, if y'all play the rest of Unless that game is, is Dallas losing to Philly, then I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, a different, that's a different story. I'll take Dallas losing to anybody. It could be Dallas losing to anybody by an abundant oh, amount of points. <laughs> I'm saying, right, you went there, so we got to go there. You, you, you opened that, open that door. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like I, said, I know the way things have went over the years, I mean, pretty much Vince is trying to, he's trying to own the whole wrestling world, so. It, it, it does. It, yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of does. That's what I said, they're the big dog in the yard. So they're just like, like no, this is our territory. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, hey, I mean, them having an event here is not affecting anything that you're doing, but it's it's a it's a territorial yeah. thing. It's just like, no, nah, this is. How dare you? I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon. How dare you say that? <laughs> I don't matter. Square you're fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was just like, nah, man, it ain't happening. Then said, nah, it ain't happening. But you don't own Madison Square Garden. I don't care. It ain't happening. <laughs> so, like I said, they're the, they're the big dog in the yard. I mean, like nobody's really, nobody's touching them right now. So he probably just feels entitled. Like, hey, you know, this is he, my spot. He, he's a maniac. It's fine. Yeah, but he needs to let Triple H take over and make the shows better. I'm just saying. He will when he dies. <laughs> he said, yeah, he will when he dies. <laughs> like, he's going to be in the casket and be like, hey, by the way. Yeah, he will when he dies, but. Not that I wish him for that or anything. I'm just saying, it's not going to happen until he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he. he even was... then, even, even, and even then after he dies, he'll probably have some contract set in place that 
that has storylines and stuff written for the next three WrestleManias. <laughs> right, like this has to happen. It has to happen just like this. So he, he's still running everything from the grave. You know? Right, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Hope he's gonna come back and beat Braun Strowman for the title at WrestleMania. <laughs> at 85. <laughs> <laughs> with a leg drop. Right. <laughs> that was eight, that's a leg drop. That's a fake leg at that point. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> prosthetic, he gonna take it off and just throw it on top of him. <laughs> That's gonna be his move. I <laughs> hear that. I hear that prosthetic. Boom. <laughs> guys are wild, man. You guys are wild. <clears throat> well, speaking of speaking of uh, pay per views. Um, I'm looking forward to October to this event that they're throwing in Australia. I, f- I forgot the exact title of it, but um. Oh, the the Super Show. The Super Show, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It looks it looks like basically another kind of. It's gonna be another greatest Royal greatest Royal Rumble. Rumble, yeah. Where they're just gonna yeah. have because they, they already announced Taker versus Triple H. Yes. And they and they keep saying Wait, for the for the final time. So I think I think this is yeah. I think this is Taker's is swan Taker? song. I think this is his swan song. And That's fine. It should have been that Hell on a Cell match, but whatever. Yeah. But what I think is going to be interesting about it is they also got Shawn Michaels advertised for the event. I didn't see that. I've been hearing uh, them yeah. talk about Shawn Michaels uh, coming back for like a, a, a one last match or whatever. So do we see him involved in that match? Do we see him doing something else? You know, who knows? Maybe this is maybe this is that one last match. Maybe he. Oh, do we get Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Now that is a match I would pay to see. Do you think? Um, I think me and Kels talked about this before when we uh, were hearing rumblings about Shawn Michaels coming back for one more match. Do you think? Do you think Shawn Michaels could last right now physically in the ring with somebody like AJ Styles? Yeah. Yeah. Like in a like. Oh, no, he's he, he, he's so good. If he's still staying in somewhat decent shape, he'll be just fine. Hmm. <clears throat> well, because AJ Styles is the best in-ring performer wrestler I've seen since Shawn Michaels. I, I can I can agree with that. I can. Agree I, with think, that. I think the, the, those two. I think that match. If if he ever does come back for one last match, it should be with AJ Styles. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I like. I when I think of Shawn, I keep thinking of Shawn Michaels in his prime. You know, HBK, Mr. WrestleMania. Like I'm thinking about him then. And um, I'm not sure what what was. I, didn't he retire because of injury? Yeah, he was. He was in a. I think it was like a casket match or something with Undertaker, and like he got thrown over the top, and like he hit his back. 
like you get a spine on the on the casket, like on the edge of it. Oh, okay. And so he went away for a while. Then he came back, like a few years later. I think like they announced like he was like the newest member of the NWO or something. And then he had like that that the big match with Triple H. I think it was SummerSlam or Survivor Series or something. Okay. And he looked just like he did before. And then he went and did like another what? Ten years almost, something hmm. like that. Hmm. I mean, if he's, <clears throat> I mean, if he's in shape, then I mean, maybe it's not like uh, I mean, I mean, being in shape is not like you know, not like just regular people being in shape. Like that, that's their lifestyle. Oh, he knows that. So if, 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 he, if he says he's going to come back and do it, he's smart enough. He knows what he's doing. He'll be ready. Okay, I mean, if he's ready, I'd, I'd like to see it if he's ready. I mean, and, and against somebody, you know, like I said, maybe an AJ Styles or anybody, anybody just, you know, kind of worth the worth the cost of admission to see somebody that's box office. Or even if it's, um, well, I don't know. I'm, I don't think, there's not too many people around who've been around uh, as long as him that are even, that are still wrestling. Like, you got, you got Triple H, you got John Cena. Um, there's really not too many guys around, and I mean we've already seen some. We've seen some comebacks of of old guys. Um, you know, my boy Goldberg came back and had a nice little run, and he was in phenomenal shape already. So, ooh, maybe Goldberg. Man, that, was, that was so. That was so cool. <laughs> that was old You said what now? I was like a little kid again when he came back. Oh, Goldberg? Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was like... I was a huge Goldberg fan when I was a kid. I mean, I, I, I liked watching Monday Monday Nitro for WCW, but once Goldberg <laughs> came on the scene, it was like, are we getting a Goldberg match tonight or not? Or not? Like, I need a Goldberg match. Like, I know it's going to be 30 seconds. Because <laughs> he's but just I don't gonna. Care. It's like it's like when Braun Strowman comes out and does anything. It's, it's gonna take thirty seconds. It's still I still get to see it. Right. Yeah, it's just um, it's not it's not yeah, guys like that. It's not about like it's not about quantity. It's about quality. It's just like whatever they do, it's gonna be really good. Even if it's just for a few minutes or a short time, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be entertaining. <laughs> I, I heard an uh, interview uh, Braun Strowman did He was talking about his character And he was like You know basically one of the reasons Like his character uh, Goes over so well with people Is because We all we all get to a point Where we're frustrated with stuff And you know We can't, we can't go smack somebody with a chair Or <laughs> you know Pick somebody up and body slam Or anything like that and it's like, so you kind of get your release because you see this guy, this big guy coming here and he's just in a rage and he just goes in the ring. He beats people up and he's done with it. And it's like, you kind of, you kind of get a release from it. It's like, and that's how I kind of feel like about somebody like Goldberg. I felt like Goldberg was kind of like that. It was just like, he got in the ring and he was just, <laughs> he was just a monster. <laughs> it's like, it's like what Stone Cold did with Vince, but he did all that stuff with Vince. It's like, of course, everybody wants to do that to the boss they don't like. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you can't. So everybody's living vicariously through him. <laughs> right. It'd be nice. You, you know, you got a boss. You don't like you walk up to him, kick him in the gut, and hit him with a stunner. <laughs> walk off drinking beers. <laughs> <laughs> Cussing up a storm and giving people the finger. <laughs> uh, only, only in your dreams. Only in your dreams. Only in the WWE, rather. Only. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> and okay, so <laughs> last little uh, topic. Um, I just wanted to mention real quick is Charlotte Flair is going to be in ESPN's body edition of their magazine. So, if you're in the ESPN body magazines, then have at it. I'm not sure when it comes out yet, though. But, um, I think that's tough. She, she's the first wrestler to be on, like, in an issue. Uh yeah, I'll believe like, so. I mean, they they had they had Ronda Rousey a few years ago, but she wasn't a wrestler at that point. So. Right, she was with MMA. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, I think, uh, uh, I think so. I think it's a good look because it's like they're finally acknowledging, you know, hey, wrestling. Hey, this is actually something that we can talk about. Right. <clears throat> I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like with um, with wrestling now. Like I think people are um I don't know, I guess like the 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 scripted aspect of it always people always downplayed it and were like, Oh, it's it's fake, it's not real, it's scripted, it's this, it's that and then it's like, Well, yeah, there is that aspect of it. It that's the entertainment aspect of it. But it does require you to be athletic. <laughs> To do what they do in a ring, like that part's real. Like they, like it's not. They're not being, you know, they're not being hung up by strings when they jump over somebody. No, that's the person really jumping over that person, or when they run across the ring and do a dive over the top rope. Like no, they're really doing that. <laughs> like they really have that athletic ability, and I think people are starting to see that. So it's it's helping uh, WWE to kind of hit different uh different demographics where it's like people who just look for something entertaining where you're getting that but then you're also uh it also scratches that uh people who appreciate sports and athleticism itch as well because there's some i mean there's some like i see some people like these people are freaks man these like these aren't normal people (laughs) and i feel like charlotte flair charlotte flair is definitely like uh Embodies that. So she's uh, she's definitely one of the. Um, I mean, she's part of that whole flood of the women's division of WWE, uh, being about athleticism and not just being about women walking around in bikinis and showing off their butts and all that kind of stuff. Like they've definitely gotten away with that with people like Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss and all those people. Okay, you still
definitely feel you on that one, bro. <clears throat> All right, man. I think we lost. Yeah, it looks like we lost Kells again. <laughs> yeah, we lost Kells again, but we're going to go ahead and wrap okay. up, man. We're going to wrap up. It's um, Sam, it's been good having you again on the, on the call again, man. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, we're gonna try to make this uh, as much as possible uh, sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sweet. <clears throat> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Outsider's Edge. This is Damo with J. Kells and Sam Blackwell. Uh, Sam, tell them uh, where they can follow you if uh, they want to hit you up on social media. Yeah, hit me up on Instagram. World's okay is drummer ninety three. Follow me. I follow back. Call music. Talk if you want. Follow me. Hit me up. Let me know you're alive. There it is. <laughs> that, that was a real plug. Like, did you write that? <laughs> that was a really good plug. <laughs> <clears throat> well, of course, um, we lost J. Kells, but if you want to follow J. Kells, he also. Uh, is our correspondent for uh, for Trackstar Sports for the Dallas Cowboys that we mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, whatever. So you can follow J. Kells um, on uh, Instagram and Twitter at J. Kells uh, 318 and also at Star Talk 318 where that's where he talks all his trashy Dallas Cowboys stuff. Yada, yada, yada. But you can, <laughs> you can also follow the group uh, at Trackstar Sport on Twitter at Trackstars underscore sports on Instagram, at Trackstar Sports on Facebook. Um, you can hit us up on Anchor. And you can also listen to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. And for the Android users, you can listen on uh, Podcast Republic. So, uh, And also, you can follow The Outsider's Edge. That's uh, X, uh, X-S-D-R-Z-E-D-G-E. On Twitter, you can follow us there. You can hit us up about anything WWE, Ring of Honor, whatever you want to talk about. Hit us up there as well. And you can follow me um, at Damo underscore C and 3D on Instagram and Twitter. So, again, this is the Outsider's Edge, and we are out. Come on.